Mr. Bobby McMahon. Now, we told the story yesterday, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Bobby uh, was so uh, instrumental as far as uh, what took place back in the day after the 9-11 attacks and everything else. Uh, he's a retired member of the New York City Department of Correction. His son, Dylan, is a member, by the way, of the uh, NYPD. Daughter, grandchild, lived in the home for decades. Uh, but now a turn of events has found themselves homeless uh, based on a fire, a devastating blaze ripping through a house uh, in Islip on Mul- Mulberry Road. This was on, I believe it was on the 3rd of this month. And Bobby was so instrumental after the attacks, the mission at Ground Zero, the unit, his unit at three boats waiting doing rescue missions, took over 3,000 people to Brooklyn and Weehawk in New Jersey in the aftermath uh, and everything else. And now it's about trying to help the McMahon family. Uh, and GoFundMe has been set up. I have, as I mentioned earlier, I've spoken to people I can't officially name yet. Those who are going to help out in this situation, I am confident it's going to happen. I spoke to some people already today, so we'll hopefully announce that in the coming days. But let me introduce you to uh, Bobby McMahon. Bobby, it is great to have you. It's an honor to have you. I thank you for everything you've done and everything else. And hopefully we're going to do the same. We're going to, in return, give something to you as well, my friend. Welcome. Good morning, Jane. I thank you as well for giving me this platform to just speak a little bit on what has been done for me. The day this took place, I got to tip my hat as I always have. He's been there for me through thick and thin. Yeah. <laughs> that guy will go to the end of the earth for anybody. And Richie reached out to me and he told me, Bob, we're going to make this happen. I mean, three years ago, on uh, April 11, 2021, I lost my wife to cancer. <laughs> so I had this house. I made the last mortgage payment in September. I had my granddaughter and my daughter and my son, as you mentioned, living yeah. there. My son's been inundated with Twitter all the time. So we had come home that afternoon for making a rest. We figured, let's get a little me time, sit at the diner and get a burger. Minutes later, my daughter called me. She screams out, the house is on fire. I mean, I dropped everything, ran out of there. When I approached the house, we live on a dead end cul-de-sac. The fire department, thankfully, had already been there. And when it was all said and done, currently, uh, well, thankfully, through the help of the Red Cross, as I was unaware, they put us up at a hotel for a few days. But that since has run out. I mean, I'm here going on a week yesterday. Um, uh, but uh, like I said, through Rich's help and uh, making phone calls and setting up this GoFundMe page, uh, it looks like there might be a little light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, we're forbidden to go back in. My son and I went back in a couple of days ago to retrieve a couple of personal belongings. Everything and anything, because of whatever solvent or solution they sprayed in the house, I, my daughter, I purposely tried to wash a couple of the baby's clothes. Uh, my granddaughter, six years old, clothes four or five times, and um, it's not helping. But that's not the Here nor there, I mean, uh, they mentioned something in the report that the uh, main beam might be compromised. I don't know. But I have a friend of mine that was in my bridal party. He's going to meet me today, and we're going to go to the house because he does, for a living, uh, full fire restorations. Uh, right. He has a business. And he's going to go in. He's not a carpenter, but he'll know um, basically, A, what it's going to cost me, and B, what it's going to take to uh, 
you know, the main thing is, is right now to clean that house and get it to where we can now think and say, hey, it needs this. And it definitely needs sheetrock. It needs paint. They rip walls down. And, you know, I'm, I don't know from that. You know, it, it's hard. To- so, so Bobby, it, what you're saying to me is that it could be salvageable as far as the structure is concerned, depending on that beam that you just spoke about, right? Quite possibly. You know, I don't want to say it's not. I don't want to say it is. But, uh as in the report that I read along with Richie, uh, it mentions that that needs to be well inspected because yeah. it was compromised during the fire, which took over the whole basement. And then the smoke <laughs> billowed up through the second floor or the main floor base. And uh, as I said, my daughter was jumping in the shower to take my granddaughter to karate and the baby, being six, smart enough, walked into the bathroom on the main floor. Now, had they been upstairs, it could have been a different story. Mm. Had this fire, it could have been four hours later, and they're upstairs, and I'm asleep in the den. Maybe nobody would have got out, because the wow. smoke so black, and so it was an oil fire. I mean, and that oil took off. So yep. when she swung open the bathroom door, my poor daughter, as seen on a ring camera from my neighbor across the street, instinctively grabbed her daughter and ran out and was on the lawn screaming naked hysterically with to where my neighbors comforted her, put some blankets on her and then got her in a, you know, a warm setting. And, and here I am talking to you and it's been a week already. Uh, Bobby, unbelievable. So we're looking possibly at an oil start here. Was it from the burning? Do we think, Bobby, do we think it was from the burner? Yeah, I spoke to the Suffolk County, uh, I guess, uh, inspectors, uh, I mean, awesome squad or whatever. They've been calling me on and off saying, look, you know, you need to get in. We'll walk in with you. But yeah, they concluded that it was something to do with the oil, something with the burner. I mean, uh, I'm not a burner guy. I'm not a tech guy, but uh, it was a burner issue and that uh, it took off from that. So, and and again, Uh, that's just a sidebar. The main thing is that the McMahon family is safe. Thank goodness. Uh, Your daughter had the know-how to grab the kids and everything else. My goodness, Bobby. That is the main focal point, that people are safe here. And, you know, your story, and by the way, you you referred to Richie Palmer, who was on with us yesterday on the show, retired warden from the New York City Department of Correction, uh, working very closely over the years with the Feel Good Foundation, travel a lot to Washington, a lobby for legislation to help those who continue to suffer a lot of the health problems because of their service uh, at Ground Zero. A GoFundMe, by the way, has been set up for the McMahon family, uh, folks. You go to GoFundMe.com, uh, and then you uh, you go to the Help uh, Bobby McMahon and his family. It's under there. Um, so, you know, we're advocating. And we're going to do everything we can, uh, Bobby, to make sure that, you know, in return for all the great things you have done and incredible acts of, uh, of heroism uh, after the the attacks, the aftermath, the transportation of thousands of people safely. Uh, You were right there, and we all want to do something good for you, and we're going to be talking about this. Uh, You have a platform on this program anytime. We feel so good that everything, uh, you know, from a safety standpoint, and your family members were right there, had to know how to do it. That's an excellent job there, my friend. But uh, do not, all I could say is to you, do not despair, because we're going to do everything we 
can here on this program. Uh, we have a lot of people. People have corresponded when they heard Richie uh, on with us yesterday. Um, I can't officially talk about it yet, but I do know that help is the cavalry is on its way. Let's put it that way. Okay, Bobby? The cavalry is on its way, and we're going to make sure that you and your family are going to be safe, uh, and a lot of good things are going to happen here. Jay, I can't thank you enough. And uh, again, thank you for the platform. And as I said, if there were more Richie Palmer's in this world, this world would be a different place. And as well as Kristen McKay from the Suffolk County uh, Executive Office and uh, Errol Toulon, all these people have come together and kind of gave me a little bit of hope. Yeah, well, you're going to, listen, it's well-deserved and everything else. I don't want you to worry about anything, okay? Uh, You stay put for the next couple of days. We'll have you back on uh, for follow-ups and everything else. But all I can tell you is the cavalry is on its way, and rightfully so, my friend. Okay. Thank you, sir, and I appreciate your time. You got it. Bobby McMahon, uh, that's some story, folks. Some story.